0: Big Ten media days have come and gone. James Franklin's looking forward to the upcoming season and Big Ten conference expansion? We'll talk about it all in today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Basketball fans, get ready for the live NBA Draft show with the NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Carolis. They're going to be live this year covering all things NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick, follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today, and watch our live coverage beginning July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern hey buddy welcome into today's episode of locked on nittany lions we're helping you get your week started with a brand new episode we are going to be here five days a week this week i know we are started off that daily routine last week got a little sidetracked at the end of the week but we are back we are in full force ready to finish off the month of july and so much to talk about beginning with today's episode we're going to recap everything that went down with big 10 media day get some thoughts from james franklin hear what he had to say about the upcoming season some of the trials and tribulations of the 2020 season And of course, we are going to talk some Big Ten expansion because it is at the forefront of the discussions right now with a lot of seismic changes potentially on the horizon here on the college football landscape. We'll get into all of that in today's episode. Of course, you want to make sure you never miss a single episode of Locked On Nitty Lions by following us on the awesome Odyssey app. Make sure you download that Odyssey app on your phone so you can take this podcast and all the other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. You can get your favorite sports radio stations, your favorite music stations, and so many of the other favorite favorite podcasts on the go with the odyssey apps so make sure you download the odyssey app and follow locked on nittany lions don't forget you can also find us on all the other available podcasting mediums that includes apple podcasts and spotify google podcasts wherever you get your podcast. however you're listening to my voice right now make sure you're giving us a follow and then of course leave those readings and reviews that is the best way to help support our podcast and continue to grow this podcast show Moving forward, it's going to be an exciting year. We're looking forward to our first full season of Penn State football coverage from the beginning of an actual regular season to the very end. I started this podcasting gig as the host of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast a couple of years ago, but I started after the season had already started, so I didn't get a full season. Last year, we know what happened. It was an abbreviated year. I didn't get a full regular season there as well. I am looking forward to having the opportunity to cover an actual full regular season of Penn State football with you guys right here and I hope you're ready to join me for the ride because it's going to be a fun one. I'm sure of that and of course you can also connect and interact with the show on our social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and Twitch all using the username of Locked On Nitney. So give us a follow, give us those retweets, give us those hearts, whatever the case may be. Uh, stay connected with us and send in your questions. Twitter Tuesday, it's a thing, but we can only do it with your questions. So right now, think of a question about Penn State football, Big Ten football, college football in general, and there are so many different things to be having some questions about. Submit your questions now to our Twitter account at Nittany, and we'll try to include them in tomorrow's episode. Again, Twitter Tuesday, get in your questions now. I will answer every question I get by the time I hit the record button for tomorrow's podcast. I'll be recording it later on Monday afternoon, maybe early evening, so you got some time if you're listening to this early on. And even if you're listening later, don't worry. Just send me your questions anytime. We'll address it on Twitter or maybe even on Instagram as well. Okay, like I said, a lots of stuff to get into in today's episode. We did not have a Friday episode, so we did not get a chance to react to some of the stuff that was coming out of Big Ten Media Day. And we'll just focus on some of the things that James Franklin had to say, and I kind of had a feeling we were going to get this message from James Franklin because this is his typical standard operating procedure. He goes into a media day event and he did not back down from the setbacks that Penn State had in the 2020 season. I don't think he could have backed away from that because that was a pretty interesting development with this program and it is certainly a big question mark for Penn State going into the 2021 season. How much of 2020 was an aberration? How much of it was an indication that things are starting to trend in the opposite direction for Penn State? If you've been listening to me on this podcast, you know that I'm pretty optimistic about what the 2021 season can bring for Penn State. New offensive coordinator, Mike Yuricich, uh, third-year starting quarterback in Sean Clifford. I know he's had his ups and downs, but I like having a third-year starting quarterback whenever possible in college football and pairing him with an offensive coordinator that I'm pretty high on in Mike Yurcich. that's going to play a little bit of a style of offense that I think is more suitable for the kind of talent and the kind of roster that Penn State has assembled. Think there's a lot to like about what Penn State can do in dramatically bouncing back this upcoming season but we all know it's a challenging schedule you got to open the year at Wisconsin you have a road game at Iowa Ohio State is certainly still in the division that hasn't changed yet and of course I think that Michigan can be a good team I think Indiana was not a fluke last year I think Indiana is still a team to reckon with so uh and I didn't even mention the Auburn game so we all know that this is a challenging schedule but I firmly believe that Penn State has what it takes on their roster right now to be a much improved team this upcoming season. I'm not ready to say that Penn State is going to challenge Ohio State for the Big 10 East Division Championship. I still think it's Ohio State or bust, but if you're looking for the second best team in the Big 10 East, maybe even in the entire Big 10, I think Penn State has what it takes to do that. Obviously, James Franklin is very optimistic about what he has to look forward to this upcoming season. He kind of made it known that he was excited about the possibility of seeing what this team is going to be able to accomplish this upcoming year. Coming up in our next segment, we'll hear some sound bites from James Franklin at Big Ten Media Day, courtesy of our friends from Fox 43. They were kind enough to send us some audio snippets from their coverage of all things Big Ten and Penn State related at Big Ten Media Day last week. We'll take a listen in on some of the things that James Franklin had to say coming up in our next segment. So Friday afternoon at work, I had a Built Bar, as I typically do during my mid-morning snack, and I got home and I realized, oh my goodness, I'm only down to one more Built Bar left in the cabinet. It is time to place another order, and you might wanna do the same thing. It doesn't matter how stocked you are on Built Bars, you can never have enough, right? These are the best tasting protein bars. They taste better than some chocolate bars that are out there, and of course, they're way healthier for you. It is the best tasting protein bar out there, and they come in a variety of flavors. There's probably something out there for everybody, and they're always adding new, interesting, and maybe even some limited edition flavors so you want to make sure you're following them on twitter at bar underscore built so you get the first word when those limited editions are available because you want to pounce on them as soon as possible listen not only are Bilt Bars the best tasting, but they're also healthy, too. And I've said this before, but most of the flavors they come in range between 130 and 180 calories. You're not going to get that kind of calorie count on a protein bar out there. Test them against some of the other ones that are out there on the market. You're going to see just how far advanced Bilt Bar is in this game. And they only have four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs. It really depends on which flavor you get, but you get what I'm saying. These are something that you can fit into any kind of diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're on a keto diet, slide in a Built bar. It's going to help you get through the day. You've heard me talk about it enough. Now go check them out for yourself. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Once again, if you're not following us on Twitter, now is a great time to do so. Go to your Twitter account, search for Locked On Nittany, and don't forget to send in your questions for tomorrow's edition. It's our Twitter Tuesday show. So we're going to answer all of your questions that you send in regarding Penn State football, Big Ten football, or just college football in general. Or hey, you want to have some fun with some non college football, off topic questions? Well, let's have some fun with that as well. So send in your questions right now on our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany okay so last week was big time media day out in indianapolis and our friends over from fox 43 in harrisburg were kind enough to send along some audio so shout out to our pal todd sadowski he was kind enough to record some audio and pass it along to us so we can share it with you guys And also come back for Wednesday's edition of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast, where we're going to be talking to Todd Sadowski from Fox 43 about some of his thoughts and reactions from some of the stuff he saw at Big Ten Media Day regarding Penn State or maybe some other uh, topics of conversation that popped up along the way. So come back on Wednesday. We'll talk to Todd Sadowski from Fox 43. Now, I do want to share some of the audio clips of James Franklin, because as I mentioned in the previous segment, James Franklin is very excited about the upcoming season. But I figured it was very important to kind of hear from the man himself. So here are some choice clips from James Franklin from Big Ten Media Day. Once again, courtesy of our friends from Fox 43 in Harrisburg. To set it up, this first clip is actually James Franklin talking about the efforts and production that Penn State has had on the recruiting trail. And I bring this up because Penn State has certainly been on a roll as far as recruiting is concerned. They've got the number two recruiting class in the nation. It actually improved a little bit more on Thursday as Penn State was at Big Ten Media Day with the addition of Danny Dennis Sutton out of the state of Maryland, one of the top-rated recruits in the state of Maryland, another defensive lineman, a four-star player. He committed to Penn State on Thursday after James Franklin spoke with the media. But this is still a very relevant quote regarding Penn State's success in recruiting this recruiting cycle.
1: Yeah, I, I know it's probably going to say sound strange. I don't really see it any different. Um, our approach, our methodology, uh, have have really been the same for my entire time at Penn State, and also, um, you know, for my time before that in the SEC. Obviously, last year we had to adjust, um, and and I think we've adjusted well. And back to you know what we just discussed about the changes, COVID you know, created some challenges, it created some opportunities, and how are you going to embrace them? And I think we've done that. I think sometimes uh, you're gonna get a guy um, um, that maybe, maybe you wouldn't on another year for a number of reasons. Uh, right now, we're, we're having some success. We wanna continue building on that. Again, I look at, I look at the scope of work, correct? not just at Penn State, but, but at Vanderbilt. And we've, we've done as good of a job recruiting as, as, as most in the country. Um, so we're always trying to grow, we're always trying to evolve, we're always trying to get better. We missed on some targets um, that we wish we didn't miss on for a variety of reasons that you don't really care about. Um, but at the end of the day, we're winning a few more of those right now. And that's what you have to do in major college football. The more days you win in the off season, the more likely you're going to win in season. And that's recruiting, that's game plan, that's development, that's preparation. That's all the things that go into being successful. No, I I think what happens is, you know, it's interesting is, you know, um, the coaches obviously we play a big part and the staff plays a big part in it. But a lot of times it's the recruits themselves. You get a big recruit early that jumps on board and he's excited and he's got, some charisma and personality. He gets another guys, and you start getting momentum going, and it, and it kind of goes from there. Um, I think I think that factors into it uh, in, in some ways as well. Um, you know, we've had some turnover on the staff. I think that's factored in a little bit. Um, but but to be honest with you, I, I, there hasn't been a whole lot of changes. We've recruited top five classes in the past. It's not like this is outside of our um you know normal way we've operated we've typically had top 20 classes top 15 classes and a a top five class it's a long way before signing day but we're trending in the right direction right now
0: also late last week penn state released their game themes for all of their home regular season games this upcoming fall and of course the highlight of that is the official whiteout game for the 2021 season Penn State technically has two whiteout games on the schedule, with the second one being a student section whiteout for the Michigan home game. But of course, week three, when the Auburn Tigers from the SEC come up to Happy Valley, that has been given the full stadium-wide whiteout treatment from Penn State. That is your first official whiteout of the upcoming season. And needless to say, James Franklin had some thoughts on the whiteout game decision-making process.
1: Again, I don't like to get too far ahead, as you know, but you know, what I would say is this. you know, uh, I think a lot of people got used to Michigan-Ohio State, Michigan-Ohio State every other year being the White House, so people just assumed that's what it's going to be, but part of it also plays to the calendar and when you're playing these guys in your schedule. When's going to give you the best environment to have it, uh, to give people the best opportunity to dress that way, um, you know, based on temperature and weather and those types of things. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Obviously, I've coached in that league. I know about that league. Um, I got a lot of buddies still in that league and that conference. And, you know, I think you're going to have a contingent of fans travel that – you know, I think everybody's got the whiteout on their bucket list of college football games, right? Everybody, everybody you know, says it, uh, Coach, uh, uh, Kirk Herbstreet says it all the time about if you've never been to a Penn State whiteout game, you need to go. Uh, and now with an opponent like, like Auburn, I think that's, that's exciting. But again, uh, besides that, our focus is on Wisconsin.
0: I don't want to share one more audio clip from James Franklin at Big Ten Media Day with you in today's episode. This is a little bit more of a personal note from James Franklin, as we all saw last year being isolated from his family while he was having to go through his head coaching duties with Penn State, being separated from his family for basically the entire season. It was a little bit of a mental grind, as he admitted at times throughout the last season. So I think we all kind of understand what he was going through from a personal note and how it may have been impacting uh, him running the program. I think he had admitted to having some distractions along the way. Uh, It was a stressful year, right? And there's there's no doubt about that. I think that a lot of people were Probably in that situation. So obviously now with things trending in a better direction, hopefully knocking on wood as we move forward closer to the 2021 season, James Franklin got a chance to reflect on seeing his family life and his football life starting to come back together and be a little bit more cohesive as they made their trip to Big Ten Media Day.
1: Yesterday, um, the players spent a day with me with my family which which was awesome it was an opportunity for them to kind of spend the day with me it was an opportunity for my family to spend the day with them my daughters were so excited they came walking through the door hugs uh and then we just had an awesome day together um i know for me that kind of rejuvenated and refreshed my soul i mean it's one thing to have that time with the family it was great, but it was also to see my two worlds kind of colliding again like it normally has. Um, so, you know, my daughters, you know, they could not have said, you know, more times yesterday how excited they are for the season, how excited they are to get back, you know, in the stadium. Obviously, there's still some things with my daughter that we have to be aware of and and uh, conscious of, but... But yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's special that the time off was is needed and 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 important. The time with the family after being apart for so long was great. But also watching you know my two worlds collide yesterday. And I say my two worlds collide because for uh, I guess 26 years now is that right, Audrey? 26 years, something like that? Yeah, we'll go with that. Say it with confidence. 26 years of doing this. It wasn't really two worlds colliding. It was one world because my family and my, and my career have always just kind of been inter- intertwined. Um, but over the last 14 months, it was, it was separate. So to see them coming back together was, was, was awesome. And um, I was actually just texting with my wife a little bit ago about, about how much fun the girls had and, and how much fun the guys had. And, and it, w- it was a great day. So it was a good start to the kickoff of our, of our year.
0: My thanks once again to Todd Sadowski from Fox 43 for passing along this audio. We have more James Franklin audio that we will share as the week unfolds. We also have audio from uh, Tariq Castro-Fields and PJ Mustafer that we'll slice into an upcoming episode as this week progresses. Lots of stuff to get into. We're still going to be reacting to stuff from Big Ten Media Day. But coming up in our third and final segment today, I want to touch on the idea of Big Ten expansion because that is also going to be another big storyline this week, next week, and maybe for the foreseeable future as the landscape in college football is potentially on the verge of some seismic changes regarding the Big 12, regarding the ICC and how the Big Ten could potentially respond. I'll get into that a little bit coming up in our next segment. But first, I want to remind everybody that if you are looking to bet on some sports, including baseball, the Olympics that are going on right now, or some college football futures, there's no better place to do that than with Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. And you don't even have to leave the house. Heck, you don't even have to leave your couch in order to do so. You can do this all on your phone. You can do it on your desktop, your laptop whatever the case may be, you can get in on betonline.ag. All you have to do is go to the website, again, betonline.ag, and you can do this on your phone and sign up for a free account. It costs you absolutely nothing to sign up and register for your account. Now, when you make your first deposit, you wanna make sure you use the promo code locked on. and the reason for you do that is because they give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your first deposit is, and there is no limit to what that bonus is. So no matter how much you put in for your first deposit, you use the promo code locked on, they're gonna give you 50% on top of that folks that is free money and if you listen to the locked on bets podcast they're going to tell you how to put that money to your advantage win some big money listen to the locked on bets podcast place all your sports bets with bet online because bet online is your online sports book experts We did not get a chance to react to some of your predictions from our Facebook poll last week. We will do that coming up in an upcoming episode. Probably tomorrow, we'll touch on it real quickly. But if you head over to our Facebook page right now, there is a brand new Facebook poll question for you just to kind of gauge some of your reactions and some of your comments. We will get into it at the end of the week with our Facebook Friday segment. Today's poll question is simply asking if the Big Ten is going to expand which schools would you like to see added to the conference and the reason that that is our big question for the week is because we could be getting ready to see some more realignment changes fairly soon all right so when big 10 media day started up last week we saw that there were some serious rumblings out of the sec and the big 12 suggesting that texas and oklahoma are on the verge of joining the sec leaving behind the Big 12, and then once again, leaving the Big 12 in a very questionable state as far as their stability moving forward is concerned. So if and when Texas, Oklahoma move from the Big 12 to the SEC, the SEC is going to have a 16 team power conference of all power conferences. Uh, That would be a huge gain for the SEC. I think the Big 10 would have missed out on a golden opportunity if in fact, Oklahoma and Texas were looking to leave the Big 12 Big Ten should have been in on those conversations by any means necessary. But that can be another conversation for another day. I've already had that conversation a little bit on Twitter, at Kevin on CFB, if you really want to get caught up. But here's the thing. If the SEC does go to 16 teams, I think we're going to hear a lot of rumblings about what happens to the rest of the Big 12. West Virginia to the ACC seems like a pretty popular story you know we could see some rumblings about West Virginia to the Big Ten I don't know how serious that'll be I know over on Nittanylionswire.com we touched on the idea of Oklahoma State moving to the Big Ten as a possibility we've also seen plenty of indications that the Big Ten could potentially be a good landing spot for schools like Kansas Kansas State and Iowa State if the Big Ten is going to tap into the Big 12 leftovers Maybe the Pac-12 starts to make some arrangements with some of the schools that are still in the Big 12 that are still there. Uh, But here's the question. I mean, if the Big 10 is going to expand and take any teams from the Big 12, is there anything that's really worthwhile for the Big 10? I already said, Texas and Oklahoma would have been the Grand Slam additions out of the Big 12 if that was going to be a possibility. If Texas and Oklahoma are nowhere in the conversation for the Big 10, then really, is there any point in going to any of these other schools in the Big 12 and feel like there's going to add any value to your conference? We've already seen the mediocre reaction to adding Rutgers and Maryland. And I'm not saying some of these schools in the Big 12 are Rutgers or Maryland. But I do think that as far as the, the football brand is concerned, for sure, I don't really see any real benefit to adding any team that's left over in the Big 12 if they're not Texas or Oklahoma. I'm sorry if that offends any fan of any of those schools that are in the Big 12. I'm not trying to disrespect any of those programs. I actually like a lot of the schools that are in the Big 12 still. I I like that Oklahoma State program. I like TCU. I like what we have seen out of Baylor at times. (laughs) I, I think there are some fun teams in the Big 12. I just don't think that any of those schools that would be left in the Big 12 are worth the effort for the Big 10 to go all out and bring them into the conference. Now, Nebraska was a little bit of a different situation because Nebraska, when they joined the Big Ten, that was still a pretty notable program, and I think that it's still a good fit for the Big Ten. But the deeper and deeper you go into the Big 12, if, again, if Oklahoma and Texas are not a part of this equation, then I don't think it's one that the Big Ten should worry too much about. I said on Twitter, the more and more I look into potential candidates for expansion out of the Big 12 once Texas and Oklahoma leave. The more i'm thinking the big 10 is probably fine just saying thanks but no thanks so i would not be surprised that the big 10 is going to evaluate all their different options i think kevin warren it has a responsibility to do that given the fact that we are moving towards the possibility of bigger and larger conferences beyond 14 members if the sec goes to 16 the acc picking up west virginia that would at least get them to 15 we'll see what happens after that i know the notre dame question is still out there to have some fun with but I've already kind of shot down the whole conversation of Penn State leaving the Big Ten for the ACC. Although, if you're the ACC and you make a push to add two more teams, Notre Dame and Penn State would be a pretty nice fit. Now, obviously, West Virginia and Notre Dame would probably work out for the ACC. But I don't see Notre Dame giving up its independence. Last year was an exception because of the circumstances. Notre Dame is very stingy when it comes to being a football independent, I don't see that changing. And any idea that anybody has that Penn State would be better off in the ACC, I think is very misguided because if you look at the financials, there is absolutely no comparison. Penn State is far better off in the Big 10 overall than they would be in the ACC, even with increased revenue sharing in the ACC. Big 10 is very much more stable, much more suitable, and much more financially rewarding for Penn State and everybody else in the Big 10. Remember, Maryland left the ACC for the Big Ten for money, right? Obviously, Maryland's uh, financial situation was in dire straits at the time that they made that decision. Uh, but there's a reason you leave the ACC for the Big Ten. If you're Maryland or, or any other school, that's why you want to be in the Big Ten. So I don't think Penn State's leaving the A's for the ACC. I don't think Penn State is going to be future conference rivals with Notre Dame. I don't think there's any real necessary urge for the Big Ten to add Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, go through the list of all the big Twelve scraps that are left behind. I think it was Oklahoma or Texas or bust for the Big Ten as far as the Big 12 expansion candidates are concerned. And as far as I'm concerned, that would be a big old bust. So good for the SEC. I I think the Big Ten will be just fine, even without any of these teams from the Big 12. Let me know what you think. Reach out to us on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany. Let me know what you think about anything we discussed in today's podcast. Again, if you have questions for our Twitter Tuesday episode, get them in right now. Once you're done listening to this episode, if you've got questions, we're going to try and answer them for you in tomorrow's podcast. So you want to make sure you tweet us your questions, your comments about Penn State, the Big Ten, college football, any off-topic conversations. Tweet them to us, at LockedOnNittany. Of course, check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com. Participate in our weekly poll question over there. Facebook.com slash We're also on Instagram and on Twitch. If you want to get some NBA draft coverage, we've already talked about the live NBA draft show that's upcoming, but now's a great time to get all caught up on all things mock draft. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOATs of NBA mock drafts. That would, of course, be Chad Ford. You also get to hear from Odyssey NBA experts, Brian Scalabrine and former general manager, Ryan McDonough. Again, it is the perfect way to get ready for the NBA draft. Our Locked On NBA local experts, they're making local selections, they're making trades, for all of your favorite basketball teams throughout the week-long special event. You can catch it all by searching for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget that Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Of course, once you're in that Odyssey make sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lions. Make sure you check out all the other great content on Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Bets, Locked On Today, of course. And of course, Locked On Big Ten, I'll be on the tomorrow's episode. So not only will we have a brand new Twitter Tuesday episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, but you can catch me over there with Nick Di- Nate Dickinson uh, co-hosting Locked On Big Ten for your Tuesday edition. That's going to do it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, getting your week started, hopefully on the right foot here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin on CAP and check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today. Sports Media Group. Until next time everybody, have a great day. Get your week started on the right foot. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.